are back. Hello, guys. It's been a minute. It's been a long ass time. It's been a holiday in between the last time we recorded the show. Gobble, gobble. This table ain't the size of the other one. I know. (laughs) My microphone is low. I feel we have so much space. We are in a new space, temporarily. Yeah. It's a bigger TV in here. It really is. I wasn't going going to say anything, however. (laughs) It got me by a few inches. I was going to. Well, I mean. A lot of inches. Okay. God damn. That's that's like a dude's I'm a few inches. No, you're not. you're, You're a lot off. Okay. You're a liar. Y'all like said. You're a liar. Y'all love crush. Every time a nigga bring up inches, women just crush numbers, No matter what it means. Numbers don't lie. You know, just like people say women try to change the number of people we slept with. Y'all try to change the number of, of TV sizes, okay? <laughs> uh, penis sizes. Um, any- now, I don't do the penis size, but the TV, I do. Like, the TV that was in my living room. I told everybody it was a 70. It was a 65, this, but you can't really tell. This was say, oh, this is the new 70. Nigga. <laughs> I mean, who gonna pull out a yardstick and just start measuring? I should have. I should have said, I know this nigga like, look at his eyes. <laughs> but now yeah. you know, though. If somebody says it's a 70, it might be a 65 because they close. No. No. See, this is the problem. Five is <laughs> five counts. Five inches counts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're talking about penis size, it no, might before TV, five no, inches ain't shit. five inches count when numbers do not lie. You you cannot do that when numbers. Numbers do lie when you lying about it. You, well, you the liar, <laughs> not the number. The number looking at you like, nigga. <laughs> all right, but look, all right. No, we, no. Man, if we were to compare the two, if you was talking to somebody, let's say you didn't meet this motherfucker, and he, you know what I mean? Y'all flirting a little bit, and he say, yeah, I'm about 10 inches. Okay. And you get there, it's five inches short. Now, that's a disappointment. But if a motherfucker say, hey, let's Netflix and chill tonight on this 70 inch, you get there, it's a 65. Even if it's two inches shorter, it's a disappointment because I have my mindset. (laughs) It's like food. You know, you leave leftovers in the refrigerator. You're like, when I come home from work, I'm smashing. You know what I mean? And then like, your plate is still there, but something's missing. Somebody went in there and was like, I don't want the rest of this shit. Ain't no greens on that motherfucker. (laughs) I don't want the rest of this shit. I just want the greens. Yeah. And then you come over, you ready. Even though the rest of your food is there, it's still missing. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It's not the same. You're off. You're off. Your whole. All right. So, so it matters. But see, even that's more important than the TV. Now, we, the TV dealing matters. with the food, dealing with the equipment, the sexual equipment. Yes, but the TV, the, it the, don't. The TV matters. You looking at it like I swear this game should be bigger. <laughs> on, <laughs> on my seventy. Now, you, know you know say seventy and you get there and it's a fifty. That's now on my. Be like on my seventy. It look a little bigger. Tell the truth. You thought it was a seven. Well, see the thing. <laughs> the, see the thing about me is with TVs, I'd be like, oh, I don't even watch them. You know what I mean? You don't. I really don't like. How you Netflix and chill then? I see. I don't Netflix. You know what? I feel the crazy thing is I feel more comfortable watching Netflix on my phone than I do on my laptop or on my uh, on my TV. I think that's a women thing too. Tasha does too. Yeah, like for I just, no reason. Well, only because most of the times if I'm at work or if I'm somewhere and I'm watching it, you know what I mean? So my eyes are already ready for this. Mm. But when I put it on the TV, I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> and then like Daniel's Tiger's Neighborhood is on my shit. The new Blues Clues. Shout out to the new Blues Clues. I was a the little. New blues it's the new Blues Clues. It came out. You remember Steve got, got caught. That trouble happened. I don't know nothing about that. Who the hell is Steve? Oh, I 
forgot, Ron. Nephews, <laughs> you got a ton of them. Okay, so blue schools. Yeah, but they learned, they teenagers. They no, this was anymore. back in the day. This oh, was okay. back in the day. So everybody, that's when Steve got caught. We was like, oh, that boy was smoking. <laughs> that's when we knew it was real. So Steve is the Blues Clues so character. Steve is the so blue is the dog, the little blue, burp, burp, the little blue dog. Okay, right? okay, okay. And Steve was the was the human, the dude, the one in the the green and dark green sweater. Cause it was green on green, you know what I mean. And okay. a lot of people didn't know you could do green on green till Steve pulled out the sweater. We was like, oh. I still wouldn't do green on green. That's a major risk. You could, but but Steve, you could pull it. Out. Did he pull it off? Listen, when Steve came out, we was like, this shit is crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, you could do green on green. However, two different greens. It was two different. Look, <laughs> you got to pull pull up Steve from Blue's Clues, the original. Okay, so now. So Steve was was our dude. We was like, oh, Steve, he cool. You know, jamming to him and shit. Then Steve got in trouble. His little scandal came out. <laughs> so this is real life? This or, is real oh, life. Okay. This is real life. Steve got in trouble. A little scandal came out. Caught that boy. You know what I mean? Caught him with smoking. Nickelodeon wasn't. weed? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant crack because the little sniffles and shit. I thought that was cocaine no, related. No, 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 no. But even though some people do crush it up in their weed now. I'm not. And I'm not one to judge. I don't do it. I, whatever you do. Whatever I think they call do. it the primo. They used to oh, smoke it. Oh, that's what they call them. I <laughs> smoke them primos. I'm like, that ain't supposed to go in there. However, however, <laughs> whatever you choose to do with your life is what you choose to do with your life. Back to Steve. Yeah. So he got in trouble. Nickelodeon wasn't having. They took that boy out. His cousin came, right? And we was cool with his cousin. I can't even remember his cousin's name, but it was his cousin. I didn't know dude. it was his cousin. It was his real life cousin? No, nah, it was his, his play cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we was on there. We was like, Steve out of town? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's Steve? Uh-huh. And he was cool, but he wasn't really, really jamming. And then the niggas bought Steve back. Okay. I think it was like a year or something, but they bought Steve back. Steve. So back. what did they do with his cousin? They kick him off? Yeah, they got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were fine with the outcome. <laughs> no one was upset. And then, you know, years passed and Blue's Clues left. Then my son was watching it. I see this dude pop up on my screen. He mm-hmm. had the blue on blue. Oh, I was shit. like, is Nickelodeon cribbing or not? Now, blue on blue, though, it's way better than green. You can't go wrong with blue on blue. You, you he, he do look cool in the sweater. He okay. do look cool in the sweater. I, I must say, you're right. Green is a risk. Even though Steve pulled it off, everybody green is can't risk. do it. Even one green is risky. Very true. <laughs> Depends on the season. I think very true. In a, like... <laughs> In the winter, I think, or in fall, fall is a good olive green color. All right. Fall is a good. I'll go with that one. Olive green, brown. You got your burgundies. Y'all know what I'm talking about. All these <laughs> colors are great. Mm-hmm. But you pull out that lime green. Mm-hmm. That, that is, that's risky for anything. For anything. This summer. I never I, like lime. That lime green, that hot. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people with some lime green with the leather. I said, oh. A lime green leather jacket? Like when they be wearing the little, like chicks, when they wear the little tight skirts and the stuff and it's like padded leather and it's the lime green. Mm, depends okay. on the shape it might work. See, of course you would say that. <laughs> however, however, I mean, whatever you choose to do, it's just, it was too much for me. It was too much. Too much green. Too much green. But Steve pulled it off, so shout out to them. But I say I that. still don't know who Steve is, but I, all right, let me ask you a question about this. Was it like a real, like a real show or a cartoon? Okay, so basically, it was like a mixture. You know how they do, um, so Blue was more of like a cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. And his, and his, um, like, Blue was like more of the cartoon type, and the salt and pepper shaker, the mailbox, all these things were like cartoon, right? Oh, okay. But the thinking chair and Steve, they were human. The thinking chair. <laughs> it was a red chair that would be like, think, think. 
thing. And you sit down, you'd be like, I'm okay. to ask my cousin, have you ever watched this yes. shit? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you, Blue's Clues went a long way. It did make you think. It made you sit in a chair like, what am I going to do? Blue Schools they help me with bills. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, shit, what would Steve do? What channel was this shit on? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. I like, should have known. What would Steve do? And I pull out the my handy dandy notebook. Okay. Because that's what he called it. Flip that bitch. <laughs> I got to go over my bills. And then after that, we straight. All right. It was essential to thinking. You know what I mean? It's, some of these shows are... Sorry about that. We had technical difficulties. Beyond and broke the goddamn microphone. I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. This shit lasted almost two years, but you can't just leave a woman around the equipment. You know what? If Brian <laughs> spent more on the equipment than he does on alcohol, we would be in a better place. This first is of all, water. First of all, okay, when I have duct tape on my stuff, it's a problem. It's a it's a problem. Ron tells us to glue it back. That together. is not duct tape. Ron, that is regular Ron, tape. Ron tells us to glue it back together. Okay, I'm joking, guys. <laughs> That is clear tape. You can see through it. The people gonna be like, I know Ron's ass was using that tape. I gotta go into a story. I gotta all right, look, first of all, I almost went to jail today. I almost went to jail. I wanna know I called Devin on the way, because I had a nice little ride, and I called Tasha too. Tell the people who Devin is. Uh Devin is my cousin. Yeah, I'm talking Right. I'm just it. talking like y'all know who the hell he is. Devin's my cousin. We over his crib, you know what I mean, getting our shit on. Boop, boop. All right. I get up this morning. Now, I had a long-ass week. I moved last weekend. I've been back and forth doing all types of shit, wrapping up my old place and all that crap. I miss you. <laughs> so, all right, I worked all weekend. I had to work yesterday. I got to work today. So, I'm grumpy as fuck. I had a few drinks last night, and I got up this morning at 7.30 to head down. So, I'm already grumpy as hell. I didn't wash my face like 20 fucking times. Took a late shower like maybe 2 o'clock in the morning. So, okay. I head to the store. Now, we're in Topeka, Kansas. This ain't Kansas City, Kansas. We're in Topeka. Now, I go in. Now, I got my hood on. I ain't had a chance to do much grooming. I, you know what I mean? My beard is fuzzy. My hair ain't the best. So, I got my hood on. Now, usually, they have, like, no hoodies allowed in the store. No. Or they'll say it when you come in, sir, could you please take that hood off? And, I'll, you know what I mean? I will do it. I'll, you know I mean? I'll take it off. So, I walked in. Now this lady, she was she was like a little trailer parkish looking. So <laughs> she saw me when I walked in, didn't say anything, came out from behind the counter and walked past me and go in the restroom, like which was unprofessional. Didn't say shit. She was only in there maybe thirty seconds. I don't know what she was doing. Like maybe checking her nose, a booger check, saying. something like that. Yeah, came right back out. So as she's coming back and walking back around the corner of the counter to uh, go back up a couple of steps, because she was short as hell. So she says, she kind of mumbled something. I didn't really hear what it was. So when she got there, she gave me this look. Now, I got my money already out, because I know how much, and I got a general idea how much some black miles cost. So I got it laying on the table. Gotcha. And when she said it the second time, I realized what she said the first time. She said, could you take your hood off? But she said it a little forcefully. So I'm kind of grumpy this morning. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, can I just get the black of my house? And that's what I said. Then she went full trailer park, like one of these horror movies. Yeah, when you take that hood off. So I grabbed my money. A bitch, I don't need your goddamn black mouth. And I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying that I was all the way right, but it was just the way, like, she she had to just get up to. I guess they just opened up at 7 o'clock because she was just a little angry. It's like, it's a way you tell people stuff. I just had to take a stand. Like, I'm not 
about to get yelled at by you. So I didn't take my hood off. I left without the black miles. I drove for an hour without one. It was the worst fucking ride in my life, but I had to stand on my principles. You did. Now tell me was I wrong. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you were wrong. Like I don't I don't think you were wrong. I do think sometimes you should I wouldn't have gotten them from her either, but I would have also said there's a way that you talk to people. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to when we're angry and we say stuff to people, then people just think like, oh, well, they're, they're just mad. Or it's just, especially when you black, it's just their attitude. Yeah. But when you put people in their place, like, I'm not, I'm not even mad. I'm just going to tell you, like, first of all, you're rude. You work here. Yeah, I'm that's what it was. The rudeness. Yeah. So, so sometimes you do. You have to calm down and be like, I'm going to check you. But I'm not going to check you in the way you expect me to check you because I'm black. Yeah, I'm gonna just check you so that way you can think about this shit. First of all, you're rude. You work mm-hmm. here. If there was any issue with me having my hood on, you could have said that when you walked past me, which was unprofessional. Yeah, she like put her in her place. Like, how are you gonna leave the register unattended, then come back like take the hood off? Bitch, why you in the bathroom? I could have took the whole register and ran out of here. Right. But it was just like the way she was talking. Usually, people tell me because I always got my damn hood on when it's cold, and especially when I got my damn hair. Done. And it's cold. And it's and it's cold. So for the fact of you thinking like, like you first of all don't talk like you said don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like and that. And that's really what it was. Yeah, it's, it's it's the problem. Like first of all, you, one you ain't got no kids. Two, bitch, you work here. L- let me say it again. You work here. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and she doesn't work there well either. Like if, if it was a gas station, I always went to. Like I probably wouldn't go back. But it was just the one by the highway. I was like I said, woke up late, trying to rush down. I didn't time this drive. See, now I'm in the process of timing drives. I already got my work drive time. Yeah. Usually when I come down here and run some damn errands, it's like, okay, I don't have to be right at work because I get up early. So that time is just fucked up. I don't know. Like, in uh, when I came here, like I came here the other day, but I stopped by the bank and all types of stuff. So I timed this drive, and it was like a, a hour and 10 minutes. So I got here. I left. I think I got on the highway about 8 o'clock, so I got here on time. So, okay. All right. I moved last weekend. This is what I'm talking about. I moved last weekend, and trust me when I say my body is hurting still, this shit is not for me. Moving, like, you know those two men in the truck guys? I used to be like, how they make money? them five-star, all of them, yeah. Well, you know what? Next time I'm using them. Because moving, if you are out of shape, is just terrible. All all week, it's like random body parts just been locking up on me. Or if you haven't done it in a minute. One, if you haven't done it in a minute, and then two, two. Preparation is everything. Preparation. <laughs> How do you prepare for a move? You got to stretch? No, not just physically. Okay, so uh, listen, y'all. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Ron did everything. Like, we looking like, dog, when you going to pack? Like, we know you moving <laughs> soon. <laughs> when are you packing? Ron like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this shit. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm going to get this shit. We come back. The whole house is still there. <laughs> we like, oh, so Ron must, he must have delayed the move. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm going to get out of this weekend. I'm like, nothing. Like, listen. All right. And the me- only boxes that was in Ron's house was boxes of tissue. <laughs> nothing was packed. And I'm like, I know one thing is when you try to pack everything and move it all in one, yeah. you are going to be exhausted. And we were. This is why people pack up when they know, especially within the month that they're moving, they pack up the stuff that they know they're not going to use. Yeah. Stuff that they can live without. They pack this stuff up. So maybe, just maybe, uh-huh. you should have packed the house. And then after you packed the house, then you could have went ahead and, and got ready for the move. It would have not all been just at once. I think that might have worked better. 
Because I had people come by. <laughs> I had people come by and literally we packed the house up and moved everything out of it in one day. When my mom got there, my cousins who was helping get the kitchen together and all that crap, we started that day. At about 11 a.m. And then we got done about 6 p.m. We got everything out. Yeah, it won. And I was telling Ryan, like, you should just the stuff that you know, especially the stuff in the closet, like that you know you are not going to use. There is organization to certain things so that way you won't be so stressed. Now, would you still be hurt? Yeah, probably so. Yeah. <laughs> but would you be as hurt? No. And then it's not only that. It's not only the physical. It's the mental because your mental has a lot to do with your physical, too. So mentally, you're trying to get all this stuff together. Yeah. You're rushing. You're like, I got to get this. I got to put the I didn't want to leave gotta... either, though. That was the mental part of it. Oh, yeah. I did not want to leave that house. I know. Like, I left that motherfucker. Like, I moved on the 30th. Like, it was it was the last day of the month. Yeah. There was nothing put in a bag. I didn't have a screw in a box. Nothing. I, we saw. TV still on the wall. <laughs> we saw. It. It, was, it was hanging strong. We, we yeah. saw it still there. So, yeah. So, okay. So, that was part of your, your stalling was that you didn't want to. Yeah, I waited till the last minute, and then when people came, now this is why, I like, when people say they don't like helping black people move, I get them now, because I would not, let's say if a friend invited me to help him move, <laughs> and I got there, and you ain't even packed shit, so that means, not only do we have to wait we until you get yourself. everything off of these tables and everywhere, you know what, they better friends than I would have been to them, and I love them for it. <laughs> yeah, you want to know what, and then... And then I don't know how you are, but some people, even if they wait till the last minute, they're like, no, this don't go here. This don't go here. You have no organization. Yeah. It's going to go where I put it. <laughs> like, yeah. if we got to get out of here, it's going to go. You can s- separate, do all this stuff when you get to where you're going. It was so di- it was so fucking disorganized. It didn't make sense. I know. I, th- I would pick up something and somebody would put something down and then my mom would put something down and then, like, shit was just rotating from table to table. Like, it was the worst move in history. But we got it done, though. So never, ever... Ever, ever wait to the last minute to move people, pack your stuff up. Oh, my auntie is rattling cookies. You can't rattle that. These microphones are super sensitive. Was that a donut stick? Let <laughs> <laughs> me look at it. I'm was, trying to ease my hand in he here was, and get this donut stick. He oh, was yeah. So thank in, you. Thank he you, was so you. indecisive. Ryan, so. No, thank you, ma'am. Thank <laughs> you. But I appreciate it. Ron, you know what? Ron is so. We listen to podcasts all the time. They eat and drink and doing all kind of stuff. I'd be like, no. No, if you don't eat that donut stick. No, you know what? I'm going to put it down. I'm going to put it down. <laughs> I'm going to put it down. Hey, these these yeah. are the things that happen when you record by your aunt's house. She's feeding you. We're like, why are you feeding me? We're, we're fucking recording. But that, that's, what's, that's what she, that's this hospitality. That's her thing. <laughs> like, leave her alone. That's what she's doing. Okay. How, however, however, yeah. Pet people, prepare. Preparing for anything is so important. Like yeah. we we wait until the last minute, and I should know I'm a procrastinator. I'm but a I, per- yeah. I, I work too. better under pressure. Like without even getting, I, I don't get attitudes upset. I just I work better under pressure. Well, then that kind of ties into it. If you're a procrastinator and you work better under pressure, it's like a match made in heaven. But see, for me, like getting up the next day, I would be like, let's go, because I'm so used to waiting to the last minute. My mom has seen me get. Kai ready for school and she's looking she's shaking like you gonna be late I'm like no I'm straight and, and now she says like I don't know how you do it 
I work better <laughs> under pressure. She's like, you cheerful? You helping him up and doing all kind of stuff? Pick him, pick him up, throw him in the air, have the jeans on when he come down. <laughs> like It's like weekend at Bernie's getting him dressed. But I'd be like, this is what I do. So this is what I'm used to. So some things I'm cool at procrastinating when it comes to school work. Mm-hmm. I, I think better when I'm when I'm when it's last minute. Yeah. Opposed to you giving me all this time. I'm like, huh, whatever. So some things are depending on who you are. If you're a grump about things, don't wait to the last minute. Just you know, get things together that you know you are not going to need. Yeah. Okay. Well, next time I move, it was a lot easier when I moved in that motherfucker because I ain't have shit. <laughs> everything. Everything's in this one box. When I moved in, all I, all I did was walk in the motherfucker. That was it. <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> it was I'm nothing up. in there. You ain't got a plate. Nope. <laughs> it's hard to, like, you don't really realize the shit that you accumulate over five years. You don't. Like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, I didn't even know I had some of the stuff. Like, all right, the crazy thing about it, we rented a 20-foot truck. We got there, and they didn't have any. So they gave us this mm. fucking semi-tractor trailer, like 26 feet long. Yeah. And we barely got everything in there. Yeah. And... The crazy part about it, you say my house is like I didn't. I'm not one of those people. Like, all right, all right, let's take women for example. You go in y'all bedroom, y'all got the big bulky dressers and bedroom sets. Like in every room, like, like I really don't like that. Like, I, like I'm a closet hanger. Like I don't like a room full of like I like to maximize my square footage. I don't want to have this big ass dresser. Then you got another dresser. And then you got this. You got that. I like my bed, my stereo. TV, TV stand. That's really it. I don't even put a damn, like, you know, the nightstand. I don't even put them in there. It's like it just clutters the room for me. You know what? Okay, so everybody has a difference. Like, for me, big TVs, I don't like them. I don't like what? them. What? I'm going to tell you why. Because if to, in, in some cases, like, say if I'm in my living room, right? Yeah. I want more decor. Then and when you put and anybody will tell you when they do when when you do the court if you put a like a huge TV there it takes away from like mm-hmm. your design what you are putting up what you are so a lot of women do not however a lot of men are like I want this like huge yeah. super you know what I mean so even for women too like the dressers I used to be that way like even now I got I need a new uh I need new dressers so mm-hmm. I was like. I'm both. I like hanging my stuff up and I like putting my stuff in dressers. Mm-hmm. I'm most women have a bunch of clothes though. I could say I am not that person. I do not have like clothes that, like I never wore this. Like I don't have clothes out the oh wazoo everywhere. But a lot of people wear get dressers like that because they do have a ton of clothes, especially if you're in a relationship and you're living together. Like this one room in this closet has to house <laughs> both of y'all stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why a lot of people get dressers that are big, so that way you have more space to put it in. Mm-hmm. All this, you know, it's it's just. But me, I agree. I looked around and I'm like, all this stuff would take away from like th- just the space. So now, like floor mirrors are big or a big deal. You remember back in the day, you used to get the dresser with the big mirror because it was like you need a dresser with a mirror. Exactly. Like everybody's mom had a dresser with a big mirror because that was in. And now it's not. Now it's like floor floor mirrors where you just put the a long mirror and you sit it on the floor somewhere. Yeah. That that's what's in. So I'm like, if I have this, I don't need 
a dresser with a mirror. And them motherfuckers are hard to move yeah. if you don't want to have to take the mirror off, unscrew yeah. it, and all that shit. Because I had one. wasn't a huge one, but it was. Uh, it had the mirror attached. It was in my back room, and I hated moving that motherfucker. It was like that was the yeah. hardest one because you got to hold this mirror. Then, and I'm not an experienced mover. We got drawers hitting us Ooh, in the face. Yeah. We didn't tape them up. It was like, oh my god, it was the worst fucking shit ever. Listen, you know what? You should call my mom over there. She will not move, but she will direct some shit. She's like, hey, <laughs> get that saran wrap. Wrap this up. We doing this. I'll be like, damn, you did that quick. She's a mover then. Saran wrap? Yeah, because she, because especially when it comes to like mirrors or glass or like she gave me, um, she gave me her, her china cabinet. And this is like a beautiful, nice china cabinet. It's not too old. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if my grandma gave me hers, I would keep it. But my auntie got it. But you know, china cabinets, some people are like, I don't like them. I'm like, if it, if it has meaning, I uh-huh. want it. And for me, like, my mom's like, oh, yeah, I want this. Yeah, hell yeah. But it's super huge, and it changed my mind about moving because <laughs> it's heavy. No one wants to move it. Mm-hmm. Even when I, I hire movers. And I wouldn't want to move it anyway because it's so full of glass, like the one with all of the glass every mm-hmm. fucking where. Like, I, man, how do you even pack that? Yep. So, luckily, we had movers who were super great mm-hmm. it was just two of them and they he wrapped it up mm-hmm. he was like well she wrapped it up first and then, and then he was like i'll wrap it up again <laughs> he's like because i gotta feel like i'm doing something she's like don't even worry about it baby i already did it you gotta put some real rap on here <laughs> she's like, she like i used two bulks of that you straight just go ahead and, but yeah you gotta you gotta prepare for these things you just can't be like let me get up and do mm-hmm. this on a saturday and i'm supposed to move on a saturday you gotta be like. All right, I won't do that again. But all right. Yeah. Before please. we stop talking about moving and getting to some topics, I gotta say this. Okay, that was the first part of the move: getting all the shit out of my house, getting it packed, getting it on the road, getting it all the way 70, 80 miles away. So now, Tasha's a procrastinator too. We get there, ah. and she hasn't really made room for the stuff that I'm bringing. <laughs> so. Oh. We're literally unloading a 26-foot truck and taking it all and putting it right in her living room. Oh. So for like three or four days, it looked like one of those episodes. The hoarders was just like boxes and, man, it was so, like, I literally thought, like, a rat was going to jump out. It wasn't, but like when you watch hoarders and shit, you see uh, all of this shit around. You didn't, so you didn't get a, <laughs> you didn't get a storage unit either? No. No, we just took this week, like, I would, like, when I get up early in the morning, I start doing some stuff, putting a bed together, doing this, doing that, taking stuff out of the box. So, we finally got it done. But now we in that situation. Where, like, you remember the episode of Martin where they had two everything? Yeah. We got two washer and dryers now. We got, like, three crock pots. It's like, everything is double. And uh, two living room sets. It was, like, everything. Why but didn't I, you get a storage? What were you doing? See, I was moving unorganized is what, what I was doing. See, Tasha, Listen. <laughs> Tasha is, shout out to you, Tasha, because I don't know if it's good or bad, but Tasha is <laughs> like a, I'm just going to let him, I'm just going to let him figure it out. <laughs> I, I, even the, the, listen, I have, I'm telling you, OCD so bad mm-hmm. that I would be like, nope, nope. You'll be like, I'm moving this to the house. Nope. It's already a storage unit set up, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right where it is, and that's when we taking this shit. Because- All right, but here's the crazy thing. She got big-ass bedrooms. I swear to God, I came home one day. Now, we moved the couches up there, but we were going to replace my furniture, and her furniture was going to go out. Okay, okay, She got okay, a TV okay. room upstairs. All okay. right. Upstairs is nothing but two big bedrooms and a bathroom. Okay. So, okay, we take that up there, but when I get back, 
the plan is next day to take her furniture out and move my furniture and we were gonna uh, like uh, just get rid of her furniture gotcha even though it wasn't terrible alright I come back home I swear to god she got the everything that was in my living room yeah is in our bedroom and it fits okay but it's the weirdest shit ever like now <laughs> now I could be sitting in my living room and just get up and walk about four feet and get in the bed it's like dude like how she did it I don't know but it, if it wasn't for her I wouldn't know what I was doing so it's in the it's in the bedroom <laughs> my couch yeah my love seat okay my coffee table yeah my 70 inch TV okay it's all in the bedroom oh. including a king size bed and a dresser Dude, I'm gonna take a picture of it. You will never okay. believe how this shit actually fits in here, and it's like okay, like now it's nice. Yeah. And it's like you're not getting up and like okay, oh you gotta walk around here. Like, dude, the bedrooms are huge. Yeah, I was gonna say she gotta have <laughs> she gotta have big. My my cousin had hers like that before she moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. Her, her she got a little money. Shout out to you, Bella. Yeah, uh, we ain't got no cash. She though. she got she had hers like that too, and it was like on the side. It was like set up like where you could just kind of relax or whatever. Uh-huh. And then if you walk over, and then her bedroom stuff was right there, but it still looked like a bedroom. It yeah. looked cluttered. I get what you said. Yeah, you make it to where it doesn't look cluttered, it, uh-huh. and it actually looks like man. It actually yeah. looks like a good setup, but I didn't think it was gonna work at first because everything like. It was like all of this trash was in this room, yeah. and I'm calling it trash because that's what it looked like. Yeah. Like, I'm one of them people like, look, I don't like it either. When I first walked in, it was just so crowded, but after she got it organized, cleaned up uh, everything, empty closets and all that shit, it actually worked. And Tasha's an organizer. You could tell. Like, she 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 piddles, and she's like, <laughs> let me do this, or let me do this, or let me fix this, let me fix this. Yeah. So, she's yeah. Fixed. I told her when I went to work one day, okay, you can clean, you can do this, but do not pick up any of these TVs. Like, don't do any of that. I don't want... First of all, I don't want you to strain your back or something, and I don't want you to fuck my TVs up. I come back, everything's set up. <laughs> well, that's cool. Everything's set up. So, yeah, I wouldn't have made the move without her. All right, we're going to get into these topics. Uh, OG Cortez just rolled in. Well, 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 well. I feel like I'm just now coming on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch the Breakfast Club? They be like, they be like, uh, what's comms gonna be? Oh, you what's comms here today? And then you watch 15 minutes of it, and you're like, where's the nigga? And then, he, <laughs> and then they take a pause and he come right on in, like, oh, Will Smith. <laughs> okay, that's where he come in at on the 15 minute mark. Okay. Now the funny part of those is like how you 30 minutes into an interview and you realize one of them ain't there. Like, right. what the fuck is in here? <laughs> Envy really right there? <laughs> Angelie is gone again? Angelie Yee seemed like she always there. Like, but one of the days Charlamagne uh, won't be there. <laughs> like, what the no. fuck? She is. Shout out to Angela for showing up. Yeah, nah, she's always Angela, there. Angela be missing out She be too. missing sometimes. Not, as much, not, nah, as, not much yeah, as much as them. Yeah, not as much as them. They take a lot of vacation. Yeah. They do. Especially Envy. Envy's ass be gone for a long time. <laughs> they be like, Envy's gone for the whole week. Envy's like, damn, <laughs> The hey, Envy got that money though. That's all they talk about <laughs> is Envy's true. money. That's true. Why they keep saying that about Envy's money? Because he in uh, real estate. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he's uh, making that real estate money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. car shows, all type of shit like that. All right, we was just about to get into the juicy ass topics, bro. We yeah. talked about my move, me mm-hmm. timing my drive down here, uh-huh. and all you know, all kind of bullshit. Basically, twenty minutes of bullshit. Okay. So we was about to start talking about this D Wade situation. The who? The D Wade situation with D-U-A. his son. Hey. 
the D Wade. D Wade. <laughs> D U A. I was like, whoa, all right, it's Ghost Bay. Yeah, we about to get busted. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ghost Alive. What did he do? Yeah. All right, well, he didn't do nothing. It was his son, basically, was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like caught a firestorm on Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving family photo. I didn't even, you know what the funny part about it? I didn't even notice him. Yeah, like, you, I knew you, it was a boy back then, yeah. but until everybody started talking Pointing shit. Pointing out everything. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, okay. All right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, th- yeah, that's shit, exactly but, how it was. But I didn't notice until you start pointing the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was just looking at it and zoomed in like. Look at this nigga's nails. Exactly. He got nails. Nails and, and <laughs> the shirt wasn't really. T- he got the tank top? He got a holster top? What is this nigga got? I was about to say, it was a crop. It was a crop top? That's what they call it? That was a crop. Okay. <laughs> they do. I didn't know if you could say that as a man, but it. Yeah, it was top? a crop top. Damn. All right. They posted a family photo on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. A little inspirational message. Yeah. And people went in on his son, yeah. Zion. Zion is 12 years old. Dang, he's only 12? 12 years old. He's like a hooper, too. I don't know with them nails, but, yeah, are, but are we going to hey, get into that, though? Hey, hey. <laughs> See some chicks, nigga. I was about to say, yeah. Like, what are we saying? The, the finger roll right off the last <laughs> nail. Well, you, man, all right. I just want to ask y'all then, how did you feel about the appearance of his son in the Thanksgiving photo? I do not care at all. Like, I don't even understand why is our energy into his family like like at this point, at this point, even if you homophobic, right? Like you can't not not see gay in you, in, in around you. Like it's just one of those things where it's, it's here. You know what I mean? It's there. Is 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 down the street? Is in the office? Is everywhere? Right? Why why make it a big deal when it doesn't have nothing to do with you? Like whatever That's a good point. whatever they got going on doesn't have nothing to do with me at all. So for me to focus on D Wade and the way he's raising his son. Shit, if that works for his family, yeah. Who am I to say that's not okay? <laughs> All right, so okay, so from what I just heard, if you were, oh, you are a father, you got a son, I got a son. Would it be okay if you? I mean, not saying would it be okay for your son to be gay? We've already established right. all of that. Like, right. that's no problem. Right. Not a big issue. You have to deal with it. each family. To, each ha- person yeah. would deal with that like yeah. uh, in their own unique way. But. As far as like the nails in the house, like nails and crop tops, would you be okay with that? Because that's not really. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> like you could be gay without doing that. Right, right. And like, I'm not. Hey, I'm not going either way. I'm away for my opinion for the last. But no, w- would why, you be okay you for him to be on the. No, why you always give your opinion? All right, well, I'll go first go then, goddamn. Go <laughs> well, you go second because yeah. he went first. Right, go ahead. All right, look. I guess I'm just. A little more stern than other people. I, I'm not sure if I would be okay with nails and like, like crop tops in the house. I gotta put it out there. Hey, this, people could come this, at me, this but it, it's like, it, I don't. I don't know house. if I'll be cool with that part because you, I mean, you still. Would you be okay with outside the house? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can do what the hell if you want. You can, man, I just don't. I mean, it's still a boy. You know what I mean? Like you see these celebrities raising boys, putting them in dresses and stuff like that. It's like. It's like you want to, you know what, you know what? what, what I think some of it is like a little extreme, though. What you really saying is this shit is, it's a, it's a level to embarrassment. That's what you really saying. You kind of saying like, <laughs> they, they, <you> know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't say I, I would be embarrassed. Like you would, like if you see your son out with your nails on and shit, they took a picture of him. You'd be like, God, no, damn, obviously son. he wasn't embarrassed if he took the picture. But no, I don't like, think I would. would. You wouldn't be embarrassed. I wouldn't because I'd already have so rules in place way before the picture came out. Let me tell you, I would already have rules. I'm high rules in my goddamn house. But I'm saying, but, why, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, but what are the purpose of the rules? 
to be followed. No, but that's what the purpose of the rules but not, are. But not just being strong on, but like, what is the purpose of the rule? Like, it got to have a purpose. It got to like mean the purpose. It can't be like because I said so. Like, what is the purpose? It kind of can. It cannot be because <laughs> yes, I can. said so, bro. Like, you got to so have like, merit to what you. What, why are you locking down on these rules? No person. And the in merit this, is you don't want to be embarrassed. No, that's not it though. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. It's admit not. It's not, not it. Y'all can't. All right, <laughs> tell me. Then tell me. Y'all can't program me. Y'all can't program my answer. Y'all can't do it. Tell me. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I would just have like no person in this room has ever made it to 18 years old before they moved out when they. And your parents have never said, okay, but you got to do this under my roof. Yeah. Under my roof, right. my boy right. would not be wearing stiletto fingernails in my house but because why? I don't want it. But why you don't not want it? Not saying you can't be gay. You can do whatever. But you got to have I would be hand. fake as hell if I said that my gay son, which I would be okay with, that I would let you bring boys in my house. Okay, so let me ask you like, this. Like, let, me, let me ask you I this. I got a longer list. Like, I'm not ducking, <laughs> I'm not ducking this let me conversation. A, let me ask you this. So, after 18... If they moved out and they came home and they did whatever, oh, that you would can be visit fine. me with them all. Yeah, that would be fine. You can visit me with them all. You paying your own bills. You can visit me with them motherfuckers on all day, but you're not gonna grow up in my house and, and just be wearing fingernails and stuff. Like, like I'm not. Y'all know that I'm not one of those people that's scared to get my pay. But I don't want daughter, my son walking your, around with, uh, with fingernails. Would your daughter be able to? Okay, you know what? Good example. Let me pull this out. All my right. daughter would not be able to dress like a stud in my house. She wouldn't. You could your sexuality, but that, but you know, I mean, you mean, but you, but saying both of those are equal to the same thing is embarrassing. I don't think. No, it's not. <laughs> See, you you're can't not, make my opinions equal yo, to embarrassing. You cannot. It's just say something this, that I don't. You know, I'm not things, even trying to be rude, but it's certain things that we we try to the undertone. You can be is, rude. This it, is the platform okay. for it. It's, like it's certain, it's certain, <laughs> under, it's certain undertones that we don't want to display because we don't want to come out and just say it. But that's what it really is. Like we want to limit the gayness. We don't. We like, hey, hey, as long as you still masculine and gay. Then you good. I didn't go you that good. far. Like you but wearing, it just you still wearing sneakers, sneaker. You good. But the moment you put on some heels, that's it. You at the house, bro. Like that's oh, it. See, that's another one. Okay. And the, right. limit, and the limit is I'm limiting my embarrassment because I really no, don't want. Not. I don't want you to be all the way gay. Because if I would, if I wasn't embarrassed, I ain't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, I would have no so, problem coming out saying I support my gay son. But it's just like certain things. He's twelve. First of all, y'all got to realize we're not talking about. Uh, we ain't even talking about a teenager. We talking about a twelve year old. Most twelve year old girls wear finger, wear nails. My daughter, she's eleven. She she's a nails. girl though. But I, that's we're what talking I'm about a boy. But that's what I'm saying. That when you when you talk about gay and with the gay rights or people that are gay, they want to be treated just as equal as you would treat their daughter. I'm sure ninety nine point nine percent of the people that you see are gay. Gay men do not have on um, well, long fingernails. Well, he, he, well, listen, listen. Well, here's the thing. Hold, yeah, on, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Not YouTube. Hold up. <laughs> not YouTube. The- <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Make no. artists on YouTube. I'm I, talking I, about around your way. Both of y'all yeah. are missing a missing a, a, a important point. Oh, we well, trouble. check us. We in trouble. No. Now. Okay. So when you say when you like, who are you talking about? Are you talking about trans? Are you talking about? We're just talking about the regular gay. No, no, because the regular is just like I can still dress like a boy. We talking about and the that's G. What I, that's what I like. <laughs> like seriously, we're just talking about the G, dude. Not the, no, 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 the no. normal what, G. No, what I'm saying is, what does, what does he? What what does he? Um, 
Is he just saying that he is, or is he saying that he he would like to be trans? Yeah, I don't even know but, if he. But we're but we're just we're just basing this off of an example of D Wade's son. Well, like, because we don't know. Well, D Wade's son seems to be going the other way. So the point, but That's what, what I'm saying about is the, the point of going the other way, you would see them do that because mm-hmm. they don't just identify with just being gay. Okay, but here's another thing. Let me say this. When you're 12 years old, 12 years how, how can you, all right, let's just assume that he's still a virgin. Okay. okay. How the hell could you come out with a sexual orientation <laughs> that you ain't even had sex? I, I, you know what? I agree with you on that. I don't even understand how to do it. That's why you're not wearing fingernails in my house. You got to do it first, but then they flip that shit on you. They be like, how you know you ain't gay if you ain't never tried? Yeah. And like, God damn it. You know, you got me. Like, because it's vice versa. It's like, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna agree with I'm agree with you around, but I'm not gonna totally agree with I you. I ain't going all the way out. They're gonna get your ass. They flip that shit. I I ain't got nothing for you, brother. I ain't got to even try to know I'm not gay. Okay? okay, well let me ask you this. At twelve years old, right? Yeah. Okay. At twelve years old, could you did you ever look at a, a boy and be like, that dude cute? No. No. Did you, okay. No. Did you ever look at a girl and be like, "Oh, she fine"? Uh, every day. Every yes. Every day. Twelve. Shit. I was but doing that for eight I years. About twelve. But I see what you say. I see what you saying though. What she's All saying right. is that the the boy, instead of having dreams about girls, <clears throat> you looking at having, dudes like at dudes. He's cool. Like I mean, that's my friend. But you looking at it's somebody else like. No, I'm I'm really into this. This is this is my point. My point is this. And you know what? That was a good point. You know what? I hate to say when you bring up motherfucking good points, but that was a good point. You yeah. know what? That was a decent point. You like what you like. It's just when you're when you're young, you kn- I knew I was I like boys. I wasn't looking at no chick like yeah. oh, she pretty. You know what I mean? I'm looking at her brother like, yeah, your brother fine <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? I'm just saying you you know what you you may not know exactly into detail like you do when you're an adult. But you you can still be young and know what you like. However, I will say this. Whether you're a girl or a boy at 12, I mean, I, I have my my rules too. I don't feel like stiletto nails and all that. No. Not not in mine. Not in mine. That's all I was saying. Like, I, I wasn't I, trying to come off as a home like as a homophobe because I'm not. But it's just like certain things, it's like I'm not gonna try to steer you or push you. I'm not gonna I'm not hey, I will encourage you to to embrace your sexuality, but While still being the extremeness your age. of yeah, While, age appropriate. Why still being your age? I probably wouldn't even do. I would probably not even like my daughter with long ass nails on. It's like, look, you still twelve. What are you trying to like? Why are you trying to? Yeah, I had a conversation with a friend, and her daughter's was uh, is around the age, and she wanted some stiletto nails too, and she put it on Facebook like, "Hey, what do y'all think?" And a lot of us was like, "Some stuff is cool." I think we let a lot of stuff slide though, but due to like. Social media and how we want to raise our kids, yeah. this type of stuff. Some stuff, I'm just like, you can still do that without being extremely, because some stuff is for adults. Like, I'll see 12 year olds with, with like 30 inches in their head, and I'm like, come on. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Even younger than that. Yeah, like, what are we doing? And that's just me. You could do whatever you want to with your kids as long as you ain't hurting them. I'm not going to report you. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, some stuff should still have an age limit. We had an age limit. We had yeah, there yeah, was, there a was lot of shit. Most of the age limits is when you get out of this house. <laughs> there was t- 
tons most of, of the stuff. shit that yeah. I wanted to do, I had to do when I got out the house. There was tons of stuff that we wanted to do that we could not do. But I, well, I but we but we in a different generation. Yeah, and this we gen- and, this and generation we are. is not the same. And it is, and, and it's not the generation before us was was say the same thing about our generation mm-hmm. and their generation before them. So the times are changing, right? So it's a lot. Like you can even tell with the <clears throat> with the women now. You remember when? Like literally, your grandma was the only one that you knew that wore a wig. Maybe oh my your, god! Maybe yeah. your older aunties, maybe. Nigga, but your grandma, you was like, ah, oh, there go grandma. She got a wig on, right? <laughs> she must be about to go somewhere. Right, right. She must be about to be going out. <laughs> got a damn wig on. But now, <laughs> a wig, hell yeah, yo, a wig is not an embarrassment anymore. It's like no, everybody got one. Everybody wears. But one. you know what? That's 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 trending. It's kind of like clashing. But that's back what in, I'm this, saying. But it's kind of like clashing. Black back in the day, you couldn't wear Tommy and Nautica together. People would be looking at you like. You wearing both and it and it show like you wear <laughs> you wear logos on yeah. the shit like oh yeah but right. that's that's totally it's it, to me it's different from being age appropriate like I'm not cool with my daughter if I ever have a daughter wearing nails I'm cool with that it's just a certain it's just certain things with that I'm cool with you if you want to get your hair braided you even if you want to wear a sewing that's cool but you ain't about to do this this extravagant to me that's to me that is whether age change or not even with my boy. I'm gonna do stuff like that with my my son. Yeah. There's just certain things you are not grown for one, and I think this is where we mess up at. You are not grown, and when you got your daughter, and your daughter walking around here looking like she's 19 or she's 20, yeah. And a dude stepped to her, and you looking like, oh, don't step to my daughter. But that was cool with what you how you, what you presenting. It is all in what you are presenting. When you see when I see, and I'm not just picking on females, but I do see a lot of young girls like now they got the long eyelashes and they got. So I think some of these young girls even be having a wig on. It's like, dude, you barely 17, 18 years old. It's like, I think that's extra. That's way too extra. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, modifying your whole damn hair, putting on a wig, too much makeup, it's like, I don't think, man, I don't think it's appropriate. But I think the problem is, is when we, people are going to do what we glorify. You know what I mean? And even, even. So social media is to blame for all of this shit. Not, not all of it. Some stuff you can still do. Well, even, media is just always to blame. Ain't nothing, nothing trends without media. That's true. That, that is very true, especially Instagram. But it's just like, okay, so just. Man, like, no. Name now, one newspaper. Now it does. It was like, damn, this motherfucker guy. We'll wear that same exact thing this motherfucker's wearing in this <laughs> newspaper. Okay, okay, like. Nah, but the magazine, which is a form of media, <laughs> you open up that bitch, you'll be like, that motherfucker got some cool ass Jordans on. Yeah. And then you see that shit on TV. And then you see yeah. that shit on yeah, media, Facebook. Yeah, media is the driving force. They that they tell crazy. you like they put certain things out so they can especially, trigger you. Especially, I'm an idiot now, but back when I was young, way back in the '60s, well, in the '70s. Damn, you I would go outside. The 70s and you grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm born like, in '77. I knew you were gonna bring up that one. This shit always amazes me. I was born in '77, but I the shit that I wanted, I walked out and saw somebody with it. But you want to know why? Because we didn't have that. Okay, it's kind of like when people was like, well, when you was younger, you dressed girls, dressed little girls, dressed like little girls. You want to know why? Because the wow. only thing we had was Word Up Magazine. Word Up was a shit. We yeah. had Word Up Magazine. We had MTV sometimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We didn't have it dead in our face, even with dudes. Dudes was okay with like not having the flash money. Dudes was like, I dress nice. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, nah, like, nah. But back then, 
It was the music videos that was the trend. It was, the trend. It was the music yeah. videos. Like anything, there was the music videos and, and the niggas that could get money that set the trend. That's what you wanted to look like. You but wanted you, to look at the niggas that got money. But you <laughs> but you couldn't hop on YouTube and look. You had to wait till BT showed it. And it was always there, though. But it was there, but it wasn't there 24-7. Like how many times now you looked I on TV and you was like, damn. Like like even with Run DMC, you remember that shit? Like but it, but it, my it, Adidas? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, niggas but, it wasn't. Adidas, but then everybody holding up their Adidas at a goddamn concert. <laughs> Adidas sold the fuck out. But it wasn't <laughs> But it wasn't there every day. It wasn't there every nigga, day. Nigga, all you need is one good song. And you had that shit playing all, all, all fucking summer. You know what? You, I, I don't I don't know about y'all. I ain't never I, heard no nigga come out with no good uh, shoe song in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do it no more. I don't even do the shoe song no I more. I don't know about y'all. No, the but Air Force Ones was the last one. That was a good one. Kid. That was a good one. Nigga, I don't even, I'm not even Air Force One first, but I got me some when Nelly came out with that shit, nigga. It, you <laughs> had to get what? two pairs. I had to get two. <laughs> Stop it, Ron. <laughs> You'll maybe go buy two pairs. Okay, okay. I, I blame... I blame I blame Instagram. Remember K Swiss was popping for a minute? Yeah, I remember K Swiss was popping. Hey, right before I moved here, there was all I was rocking was K Swiss. (laughs) And I'm not gonna lie, when I came here I started rocking them. All white. I used to be one of them niggas. You would see me. <laughs> nigga, this nigga got off all white. Yo, if you had on the all white case, listen, you was a drug dealer. Like, you was in the. You was a cool drug dealer. You wasn't like a nigga. I shoot your head off. You was like nigga. Don't play with my money. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't play with my cheese, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know a nigga with some case Swiss. You know what I yeah. mean? They might be hard, but they'll fuck with you. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You didn't want to fuck up your case Swiss, bro. Like, you ain't, I'm not even here to do all that today. I rewarded my case Swiss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. This nigga on a casual day. We could probably go holler at him. We could probably go holler at him. Yo, money, you think we can get a four out of here? Like, nigga, you see me in my case. You ain't, trying, <laughs> you ain't trying to run from the police that day or nothing. I ain't got no work on me, bro. I ain't bro. got nothing, though. Just got a little man. weed. Let's blow. Yeah, a little blow. A little blow. <laughs> get my fucking case. You see that nigga? That nigga in the case, that nigga ain't got, it. Ain't got his gun on him, bro. <laughs> that nigga straight. Alright, hey, you know what? Perfect fucking segue, not the case Swiss. But the last uh thing, all right, all right, Billy D. Williams came out last week. Now I really want to talk about this. He fucking like he basically made up his own he's old, he made up his own phrase. He said he's gender fluid. Yeah, I heard it. So people started saying, Okay, he's gay, he's gay, ooh, I knew he was gay, ooh, ooh, ooh. But he cleared it up. Mm-hmm. A couple days ago he came out here at another interview and he said what I meant by gender fluid is I'm in touch with my feminine side as well as my masculine side. And I'm gonna lie, I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> like, I know exactly what that means. Okay, enlighten me. Because you know I'm light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, well, let's rock. You know, niggas, you know, sometimes we wanna feel wanted as well, I guess, in oh, a way. Oh, shit. So, you know, like, sometimes, you know, like, you know, nigga will wanna come home to some candles and some roses too. You know, like some bath water running, some <laughs> massage oils going. All right, but we that, want it to be romance too. All right, is that your feminine side though? But most dudes don't want to talk about that side. No, most dudes don't want to be caressed or cuddled or you know pedicured or manicured. So do you want to be caressed and cuddled? I do want to be caressed. <laughs> <and> cuddled. <laughs> okay, okay. Or or even instances like I know this. This is not me, but this is just taking no. Put it out there, Cortez. No, this ain't fucking me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna take it a step further. And I'm gonna say my boy Tank not my boy Tank but the person Tank right <laughs> and how feminine he was talking to like you know like how he get like to get his tal- salad tossed you know what I mean yeah. that's some feminine ass feminine feminine type shit but that, did that make him gay I would say no but did that make him on the edge 
to go either way, I would say yeah. I but she, man, you be making some bold statements. Like think about this, Ron. Okay. If, if you right now, if you right now said, I like to get my talent sauce every now and again, I would be in shock. I would be like your hard crusty ass. <laughs> Hey, bro, my ass nigga, is not crusty. <laughs> nigga down there getting the salad toast with his legs up in there. Ron, save me the image. Hey, but, but I have bitch, seen some hardcore niggas say they like to get their salad toast. But don't you seem a little feminine after? I mean, don't they look? Don't you look at them a little feminine after that? Uh, not look at them feminine, but I definitely you you kind of like. Man, I'm definitely if shocked right here. A man say that. And if somebody told you on the low, it was like your boy gay, you'd be like. Damn, that nigga did say like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I look, I don't think that's a direct correlation right there. I will say this, just like we had, we had the Gooch talk a little while back. Man, Everybody like, remember the Gooch talk, classic talk, classic <laughs> Gooch talk. Now you, I don't think that you being pushed towards the edge. Like it's probably some dudes out here. Well, we know it's some dudes out here that like getting their salad tops, but I'm not gonna say that directly makes them gay. It might just mean that you like getting your salad tops. <laughs> <laughs> Like if if you got a woman tossing your shit, then <laughs> wow. it's not. Now if you got a man tossing your shit, that's gay. Wow. I'm just defending the salad tossers out there. I do not indulge, but I'm not gonna just say that you gay because you did. Yeah, but I'm. But I'm saying right like, now, if you came out and I'm gonna give you the platform, I'm this is the do it now. Are you? Do you like it? Your salad toss. <laughs> This is a question towards me, nigga. <laughs> if you say, or you don't have to answer, but man, if, I'm answering with a no. I got If you say it, if you said you like did, I wouldn't say Cortez was gay. Yo, Ron, if you wasn't telling me you was like in your salad toss, I would not say that you were gay, but I would be like. That nigga's headed towards that direction. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like. Maybe think, not right now, but it's coming. Yeah, but think about it. Like, if you were to think about your kid, like, let's go back a little bit. If you think about your kid being gay, it would have to be some steps. Like, you even named some steps. You was like, hold on, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. You too young to take this step to get your nails done. You're going to have to wait until you out the goddamn house to exactly. take that step, right? So, if, if these are steps, right, then your son has to gradually become gay, gayer over the time being, right? Because uh-huh. he can't be gay as he want to be right now and i'm not even no offense to this i'm not even talking shit i'm just saying in general you you would get like even if you was a hoe you would have to get whore as time went on right so if you gay right, whore yeah i've been there right <laughs> <laughs> so if i'm gay maybe the first thing i do is just probably uh try to engage with a boy first maybe mm-hmm. i just try to see you know quick smiles and shit right mm-hmm. you know see if that person may be interested in my gayness mm-hmm. right and then maybe if we are both, <laughs> if we're both interested in in being gay, maybe we yeah. take a step further. We start like, like you know, you know what? let's be gay together, brother. Yeah, maybe not. It's be, only me and you, but you know, like not necessarily <laughs> being gay, but maybe just hanging out. You know what I mean? Liking the same shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm thinking like that's a big step to be gay with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next step would be maybe we take the shit physical, right? And yeah. probably the first physical thing would be probably a kiss. All right, but yeah. I was just about to say now. I like how you just mapped that out. Yeah. To me, everything you just said, even the talk as a young, like, this is one thing we have to understand. A lot of kids are kind of on the fence about their sexuality. Yeah. Not going to knock them for that, not going to pressure them on anything. But you're not gay until physical 
some kind of physical uh, interaction with the same sex happens. What? Now that kid, I, I wasn't gonna say that. I, me, y'all know me. I'm a little blunt. I was about to say, look, you ain't gay until the dick come out. Until you start, if you ain't service the dick, y'all ass ain't gay. But, but the so- kiss, hey. And I don't even know all the way. I I take two 12-year-old boys. Like, you never know. Like, I've never been in that position. Never want to kiss a boy. But if that was to happen, like, I'm sure it has happened with people and they grow up and they're not gay. Hold on, Ron. You're missing the point. That ain't the point. We're talking about the steps, right? So now you're going from kissing, because we're going we're gonna to double back to the, the gooch licking. So you go from <laughs> you go from kissing, right? And you're like, hey, you know, that ain't really gay. Wait a minute. That ain't really gay, gay. You know what I mean? How that the hell is good. gooch later down the line? Gooch licking is, is later down the line. You talking about kissing the boy, it's first. I'm about to tell you why. Oh, my listen, God. Right? Let me listen. So then you, you, it's not you kissing the boy. It's not you kissing the boy. But I'm saying, like, that, that would be the first step, right? That you mm-hmm. That you would kiss a boy, right? If you were gay. So then the next step would be maybe you take it more physical, you start touching private parts. Okay. And then you start inserting, inserting, <laughs> or like either mouth or, you know, asshole. You start right? Googling, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, you you, you, you you there. You're already there, right? You gay now. Sure, I'm pretty sure, but in between kissing and before you sticking the thing in somebody, you trying new shit. You licking areas, you getting the areas wetter, like you would do a coochie, I'm guessing, right? It's wetter? Yeah, yeah, whatever, right? Like, Ron, the first step of being gay is kissing a boy. Okay. You fast forwarded that bitch all the way to... Gooch licking and <laughs> salad tossing. That's right before inserting, bro. All right, if all right, my but- timeline is correct. So when you say, if a nigga say that he like getting that shit done or getting his asshole ate, I'm already past this nigga kissing the boy. I'm already past this nigga is ready to start inserting, boy. Like that's the only other. Yeah, but I'm talking about with a woman, though. What would be next? What would be next to fill your fantasy? I don't know. You just confused the shit out of me. Like, I don't even know what I should say because as I don't want to fall on that map. As, as a woman, right, at first it was probably cool for, you know, you get your little. You're not going to get me to talk about this Look, 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 look. A little lick, a little lick there, a little lick of the coochie. And then you got some niggas sucking on it. Now in the change. Now you don't like the licking part no more. Listen to this. Both now it's intense. First of all, I disagree with all of this. <laughs> I, you disagree with what? I'm going to tell you. She paying no attention. She don't know what you're talking about. Because y'all went straight to sex, and that's not where my mind was going when he said that. And I just read, well, that's a big part of being and, gay. And I just read a quote that said, "I wasn't talking about sex. I wasn't talking about being gay or straight. People should read Jug." He explained. I mean, it would be an interesting education for people, of uh, for a lot of people. And I guess he's talking about Carl C. Jug, the the writer, whatever. Point blank, period. What is that? What a he, D Wade quote. What he quote? What he was talking about? Uh, Billy D. Billy D. Oh, Billy D. What he was talking about? Like, okay, so when you said that time, you and Tasha really never talked, right? Mm-hmm. And you finally sat down and had a long conversation with talk with with her. Yep. Shit like that, you know, like stuff, wait a minute, what, what do I mean? Okay. Shit like <laughs> stuff that women, Am I gay? stuff that women like to do. See, stop, stop involving sex in it. Stuff that women like to do. Like we can be soft, and people be like, oh, you know, you just getting emotional mm-hmm. when y'all say shit to us. Like y'all, you just getting emotional. He means shit like that. Like things that 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 men are supposed to be strong, so they not supposed to do that. shit. Wait a minute. So now. Being in touch with your woman is being in touch with your feminine side. To be that's that's okay. So a lot of dudes joke about that. Remember they be like, "Oh, nigga, you in touch with your feminine side." When a dude do certain shit or say certain like things, like cry. "I love you," like or cry. "cry," or do these certain things. Like I was about to say, I thought feminine side was like 
more one sided. Like uh, when you got a girl, you have to interact with your woman. It don't re- okay. Well, some necessarily wi- mean you some with women, your feminine side. But, but a lot of women will tell you that they don't. A lot of women will tell you their men are like with their egos or their pride, and they don't want to talk about this or they don't want to do certain things. Some men do, but in a lot of relationships. People have said that when it came to like close to divorce or something like that is when the man actually got emotional and really started not to say, I love you. I love you. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. to actually show you like, I love you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay. The, I agree with the part of like men want flowers too. Men want, I don't men, really want men, not all men, but just the fact that it's not about the flowers. Yeah, the okay. fact of being, it's the fact of like somebody you're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. It could be a fucking sweater. It could be anything, a new game or something like that. Just the fact that you are thinking about me. It's not all, even Valentine's Day. Like, think about me too. Mm-hmm. Like, because I want these things. I want it. And, and for us to be like, we just think that that's what women want. No, men want that attention too. So I think. Yeah, that, I like attention. Right, right. From a woman, yeah, so, yeah. So I think that's more of what he was, was speaking of, not just sexually, just the fact of saying men can cry and get emotional, and that's okay. I think we all knew Billy D was. I in touch with his feminine side though. I well with hair like that of course. But <laughs> but but I'm just saying as far as like it's not just break it down to like let's just get to this part. No, it's 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 bigger than that. Like it's the fact of I feel like that. I've dated men who never really spoke about certain shit and I'm like, something is wrong. End up knowing, yeah, emotionally something is missing. Something is not there. Like, or just dudes with... Hold on, rewind real quick. Like, certain things that you want to talk about, like intimate No, no, just not even intimate talks. Just, like, having too much pride. Like, okay, like, you could say, like, I know dudes who've grown up in messed up situations, right? Yeah. And when they get with somebody, it takes them a long time to even speak about certain shit like that. You know what I mean? I mean, years to speak about certain things because they feel like I'm a man. That's not what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to stay strong all the time. I'm not supposed to talk about shit that bothers me. I'm not supposed to talk about my emotions. I'm not supposed to do these things. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm supposed to do. And 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 it's like, no, you can do that. That's okay. But in a lot of situations, people, even other male friends, make them feel like that ain't something you're supposed to talk about. Or that's not something you're yeah. supposed to do. Or you ain't supposed to feel that way, nigga. You'll do. You'll do. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. Hey, well, fuck them. I'm one of them people. <laughs> I'm one of the people, like, for a... Uh, Limited time only when I meet a woman. It's like, no, I don't just come out like throwing everything out there, emotions all over the place. Once we get to the point to where, okay, all right, we feel we love each other and all this shit, it's coming out. I'm texting you paragraphs and stuff like that. Like, I have no problem hiding. I just think the timing. I mean, who cares what? Maybe when you're young and you got a girlfriend, all right, everybody got to know this. In every group, like, you was lucky if, like, you hung out with, like, four or five dudes and all of y'all had girlfriends. It was just one nigga that always kept a girlfriend. You you have no idea how he did it. This nigga's in a relationship. We fucking 14 years old. Look at Tommy ass. This nigga got a, <laughs> this nigga got a girlfriend. He kissing his shit every day before every we go in the house. She had the basketball court. It's like, that man didn't care what he shouldn't have. Like, these niggas ain't, ain't you know what I mean? He might not even been getting sex, but just the... Intimacy of a woman, like you saw that, you shouldn't give a fuck what a no, you know what I mean, what a person said. But you know what? I don't even, and I'm not even just being with a being with a a, a girlfriend or anything like that. Like I read this this book a, a long time ago, and they were like things that our parents know. Like a lot of us, 
a lot of us don't even really know our parents like that, especially males. I know my brother be like, I don't even try to talk about that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've had conversations with my mother about her growing up, her life and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff that, that like when they say when women go through a lot, even men too, but women go through a lot, like to have these conversations, mm-hmm. to open up your, your emotion, mm-hmm. even not just with a girl or a boy. With family or with friends, like things of that nature to yeah. to have those type of feelings and being able to feel like I can talk about this shit. And a lot of people don't. And a lot of male, males don't. So when males do, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, what's, what's going on with Man, you? Man, a lot of parents, especially old school parents, you weren't really getting a real good, thorough sexual talk or even intimacy talk with them. Because it was like, it's kind of embarrassing, like talking to you know I mean, a child like that. I, hey, about two or three weeks ago, I'm on the way home. And um, like everybody knows, me and Tasha like are in the process of going through in vitro. So I was talking to my mom. I called her. I was like, "Yeah, we had a couple of successful appointments." Blah blah blah. And and she was like, "What did she say?" She was like, "You understand how this stuff work?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I was like, "I mean, it's basically like <laughs> I don't know if I said the word sperm, but I was like, basically they get her egg." She's like, "No, no, no." I uh, call Tasha. I don't want to talk to this about. It. You know what I mean? It's like that shit just makes some parents uncomfortable. When I'm 42 yeah. years old, my mom's 60, but she's like, yeah. "See, I'm almost hung up." I'm like, "Mom, hold on, gotta yeah. talk about something else." And it, it does it, it does with some and 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 a lot of in a lot of situations I've heard dudes say like they they only really started to know their mother like after she got older, like in different stuff. Like I've heard dudes say they they started to relate to a woman better after they found out shit that happened with their mom growing yeah. up. And stuff like that. And you like, damn, it happened to her too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or or this shit happened or this. Like, just to get into the, I don't That's think. That's why kids don't listen to the birds and the bees talk. Yeah. They listen, but it's like. Like, I wait till I get that, Well, that was weird. Well, you rather you rather get the, the bad advice from the motherfucker down the street. <laughs> be like, what the fuck did I do? Like. It'd be some good advice coming from down the street, though. Sometimes it do. <laughs> sometimes it do. And sometimes it don't. Be like, where you at? To the, to the clinic? Like, like no. Mm. But the, but. I mean, it's just the, it's not just necessary. It's not just always sex, sex, sex. Sometimes it's, it's it's about just being able to talk, like being able to say, "I'm a dude, and I see a therapist," or being able to say, "I I have certain certain issues that go on with me, and I'm I'm open with saying that things that we would look at a dude be like, you saw for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not me, because I feel like shit protecting your mental and getting it together is the best thing you could ever do for yourself. Yeah, but some people look at that like. Oh, that's that's too much. That probably, he going through too much. Like he doing, you would rather have him hide that shit and shoot up ten people. But that's that's sexy though. <laughs> because when he came in the club, like that shit. No, I was just about to say too. I had a long. I'm having a lot of long conversations with this long drive. So I called my cousin the other day. We, <laughs> I just who calling people? <laughs> so hell yeah, yeah because it make my, hell yeah, I'm I'm talking to motherfuckers. Like the radio just don't do it no more. What you got going on over there, bro? <laughs> and you I was talking new flick. <laughs> man. We had some real shit, and we were talking about like when it comes to black people hiding shit, like not just sexuality, uh, emotions, shit like that. Black people will hide some medical conditions, yeah. bro. Yeah, very much so. And I don't fucking un- man. These motherfuckers will be six pounds and saying ain't nothing wrong with them. We yeah. can't afford 
it right so this is what people always say to <laughs> black people what? you be this nigga be slimmed in the motherfucker you be like we can see your skeleton man you be like man i'm all right i believe i'm alive ain't i ain't ate nothing because, today bro that's all that's, but, i'll be good but if i tell you oh man my kidney man i got a bad kidney they gotta take it out i gotta wait for another kidney you're gonna be like man i'm gonna pray for you and that's gonna be it <laughs> no we're gonna go through all that shit for or you gonna tell me what the fuck happened what the fuck did you do where you fucking lost the kidney. Hey, you know what? Nobody want to hear that shit. That is something black people do. We gonna question. We gonna ask a lot of questions. We don't want but people in our business. I, mean, yeah, I guess it depends on who you asking though. Like seriously, when my mom got breast cancer, she didn't tell me, mm-hmm. and she was going through chemo, and she didn't tell. She me. didn't want you to feel sorry for her. Okay, so so yeah, so she didn't tell none of us. So one day I came over to the house and I saw her all bandaged up. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on with you? Like, what happened to you? Yeah. She gonna say, oh, the dog bit me. Like I'm like on the chest. I'm like it's that bad that you want to tell me. And she, it was like literally that bad that you didn't want to tell. You know you didn't want to say. But that's what it was too. It was like I don't want to worry you. I don't want to. But then people have to understand too. It's like if something if this is to go the other way, I would rather be prepared. Not for for what's to happen. Just, yeah. Just everything else because you'll never be prepared when people pass. You never get over it. You just get through it. But. Just so you could have the mental of like, don't just spring it on me. Don't just, you know, I would rather know. And then you can have people who want to go through it with you than not. Like your friend, like who who recently passed, mm-hmm. and him telling people about that. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Him having the courage to tell people like I'm sick and this is what I'm going through. And fellas, this is what you need to do because I'm telling you, I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff that, but a lot of he dudes, was real strong. Like he put that whole journey out there. He had prostate cancer. And he died suddenly, like really, like uh, everybody thought he was doing real good, like he, like looked healthy, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean, you don't know what's going on on the inside. But right. it's still, like I just don't get it. it. Man, if I had a condition, I would tell people. Yeah. And I really hope that if it happened, unfortunately, I mean, I, I'm a, I don't even know how to say this. I don't want it to happen, but if it did, I would want people to take that journey with me because. If you wait too late, all of a sudden, like, you're on the way out. You got a couple of weeks and stuff like that. That makes people more uncomfortable than knowing, yeah. like, when you find out, like, what's wrong with having that support system? That's yeah. what I would want. But a lot of people, like, I just found out a friend of mine has brain cancer. Mm. And, and he's way younger than me. I'm like, yeah, man, it's some sad things going on in the black mm-hmm. community. We hide a lot. And we need this, and that's that's another thing. Like talking about certain things, not just to a significant other, just talking about what, certain things. But what if we talk about it? They're gonna cure the brain cancer. But I listen, mean, it won't. Okay, but, maybe, but it won't. But look at Lee Joe. Selfish. Look, look at that's your selfish. look at your friend. A lot of dudes have said they went to go get checked just be, uh, just off of hearing what he but said. But maybe I don't want to inspire people. <laughs> Why do I gotta inspire people? Well, just, to my, just to my uh shit that I gotta go through. Well, just tell some somebody that... You're like, a yo, selfish motherfucker? No, you don't want to inspire somebody? That's selfish that you want to feel inspired from my downfalls. Like, I don't want... Well, that's just, like, I don't tell everybody I got diabetes, but I mean, like... You spoke a, on that before. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, you know, tell everybody. But uh, yeah, at the same time, like, I wish I wouldn't tell nobody because every time some shit happens, somebody got some shit to say about my diabetes. <laughs> what's going on? But you know what? You Man, Cortez late must be them diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> when we're eating a donut, do you supposed to be having? Nigga, I don't even know you. 
you know what? You. But you did back. I'm in the, on your Facebook page. Back, but back in the day, you did tell that. people about a certain that's situation, I, that's, that's and you I know said. what it helped people do? What? Get DNA tested. And thanks to you, thanks no, to but you. But I don't want to inspire people. To but like, you, but man, you, I think you should inspire. What you want? You should. What you want to do? And what you did? Are two different hey, things. everybody! I got prostate cancer. If mm. I can battle through it, so can you. And then I die. What's so if you got sick, you wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, you see that? That was very grim. <laughs> Listen, if you if you got sick, you that, wouldn't tell. Much. Hold up, hold up. If you got sick, you wouldn't tell anybody. I would tell. Well, my, who would I, you I tell? would tell the people that they need to know. Okay, well, but that's, I'm not about that's to tell t- everybody. But you know, but like Ron was saying, but like, that's still yeah, I don't even know, man. Yeah. My friend, I don't even know. It was like, yeah. nigga, you one of the people that need to know. Until you needed to know. No, nah, but I think that's selfish. That's I only think that's selfish. selfish. Only selfish for only selfish because of you. You selfish. How? Ooh, Why you need to know that man? Why would you need to know that man's business? If for I, no other I just told you, like, you I would tell him? y'all, like I would tell, like I would be on this damn podcast, Sally, because you never know. Who that might inspire but he and said, go he and get want, checked. But that's why he ain't tell you because he don't want you to inspire nobody. All right, but look at this. Uh-huh. Before he got it, what if somebody had inspired him to get checked before it was his situation was maybe that so. exact same thing? Well, maybe so, but maybe he doesn't want to go there. I way. love both of these because points. Think, think about it's this. So, think about this. That's, so. that's, that's, like saying, that's like saying, your mama had kids. Why don't you have kids? It's like, nigga, I don't want to have that's kids. That's different. It's, not the same, it's the same thing. Like, even you ain't going to die because you ain't got kids. Like, even though somebody inspire me. You might live a longer life without me. <laughs> as long as that person inspired me, doesn't mean I need to inspire Yeah, I cut two years every off day, my shit. Yeah, every I time cut. you hear a kid cry, they take 15 minutes off Yeah, I life. cut two years off my shit. But that's okay. I still love him. I, I still love him the same. I'll be like, Mama, Mama gonna die two years early. But I still love you. <laughs> Give me a hug. Not too tight because it could be today. Like, no. <laughs> no. Like, I, I get both points. I get the whole... I, I feel like if you are that type of person who you don't want everyone to know, you should at least tell your immediate and people, your support system. Now, I do feel like if you are the type who are, who's like, I don't mind telling my story. Because sometimes being sick is... is it is... One, you already going through that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's already tough. I can only imagine. It's I, I've... I've been in the situation of supporting those that were not actually having to deal with it, but um, it, it it has to be hard having to deal with that. And then, like you said, dealing with outside views because not everybody's going to be positive. Not everybody's going to be like, you know, oh, you know, I, I wish you'd get better if you need me. Not everybody is thinking that way. So that has to be tough. However, mm-hmm. I think it's up to you, but I do think that you should tell somebody like, I don't think that you should be like, Dealing with the shit yourself, and then when you get sick and you got two weeks left, you come out and tell people like, because I've, yeah. I've people in my family have done that. Like, don't mm-hmm. tell people when you already out the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that part is selfish. It's I don't think to. Y'all don't listen to Cortez. That shit's selfish. Tell yeah, I, everybody. No, Ryan, that's selfish. Man, you go tell that shit on a mountain. You said this is so yeah. selfish. You gonna tell me that you sick? <laughs> I better goddamn know. <laughs> what if I can heal you? You never fucking know what you I can do. You never fucking know. <laughs> like, I can just heal you. I'm like, no, Ron. Like, you know how many people die every day and they didn't have a support system? You ever hear people say. It could actually like if like I, expedite the whole process. Do you ever hear people say, like, if I was to ever be in a situation where you had to save my life, let me pass away? I hate when people say that. I'm reviving your ass. Ron, see, that's, that's right, why. That's what that's, <laughs> that's why they got to have you in Stay right. with me, goddammit. Stay with me. Look at me. <laughs> Turn up the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not signing it. Jumper cables together. 
Cooking these up. I'm going to try to get your ass back because I don't. Man, what? They're like, Ron, at this point, <laughs> he lost 70% of his brain. At this point, he would just be a vegetable. No, God I damn don't it. care. You never fucking know. <laughs> Listen, hey, Ron, gonna be, they're going to be like, he's been gone for two hours. There's still something we can do. He's going to come back and laugh. He's breathing, y'all. <laughs> Put them on you're, two t- t- <laughs> You're the next thing you'll see Ron walking to Pet Cemetery and shit. And they talk about no, nigga. No. You don't live. No, I'm telling I'm one of those people. Death is too final. Like, you right. lose too many people in your life and you don't want to see it happen. Like, if I couldn't be at the hospital if somebody had signed a DNR and yeah. it's like, I don't want to be around. Like, are you motherfuckers ain't going to do nothing? <laughs> like, this motherfucker's coming with me. They're like, we, we unplugging the plug. Like, no, we plugging that bitch back in. Ryan, you cracking her ribs. Fuck that. She'll survive. You know what my, my grandmother gave me when she, because, you know, my grandmother was in hospice, and she gave me, uh, they let her go home, everything, because that's what she wanted to do. And she was like, uh, I remember asking her, like, having conversations with her. And I was like, "Do you like? Are you scared?" Of course, she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not scared. I'm, I'm, I'm fine." You know. And I've seen people in hospice that's like, "No, I'm real scared. Like, I don't know what to do." Mm-hmm. But uh, my grandma was like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine." She said, "This is what what understanding you have to give." My mother and my father are gone. My siblings are gone. I have children that are gone. Mm-hmm. She's like, if I have an opportunity to see them, mm-hmm. and I, it's not that I don't, I want to leave y'all, mm-hmm. but I don't feel good. Like you know, I'm I'm hurting. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel good. This is not good for me. And yeah. she's like, and there are people that I'm that I really do miss. So I'm okay with this process. And I I know you're not going to be as okay. But I but you know what? Her saying that made me feel better, and it also made me to look at like. You know, like sometimes we are selfish. Sometimes we are selfish. My mother said that. Like my parents are gone, my siblings are gone. Like you know, like I want to be here for y'all too, but I, I'm I'm not to where. I guess because too we haven't been in the situation to where we don't have anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you want to talk to your mom, you call your mom. You want to you want to see you know talk to your siblings, you talk to your sibling. Mm-hmm. But to be mm-hmm. older and to be here and you see everything passing you by. And you see everybody, you know, like how you would hang with your siblings. Mm-hmm. They want to hang with theirs, but it's like everybody's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Everything that I know right now is really gone. So I have my children, my grandchildren. Yeah. But, you know, I'm still missing. My heart is still missing something. Mm-hmm. So so I had to get to understand that there are two, you know, there are two sides. Like yeah. sometimes people are really like. I am ready to go, and they mean that. Like I'm, re- I'm comfortable with where I, what I feel, my beliefs, and where I feel I'm going. What is happening? I'm okay with this transition. I am ready to go. Mm-hmm. Now it's them people who's like, hey, I don't know where I'm going. Like <laughs> that's about Ron. Plug up the jumper cables because it's exactly. like, yeah. So then that's understandable. But some people are really like, I've lived my life. I've enjoyed it. I've, I've, you know, I have wonderful things that happen. I had life learning lessons. And I'm ready to go. Yeah. So sometimes, Ron, you got to put down. You got to just put it down. You can't just save everybody. And some people just don't want to tell people about their journey. And that's and that's yeah. that's okay too. And it's okay for people who want to tell people. Like, you know, it's it's sometimes like brain cancer. Brain cancer happens all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I think it's just the stuff that we. And that's don't, the scary part. Right, and it's this stuff that we don't take the initiative to to. To look for, mm-hmm. but again, like Billy D said, 
Medical is also the softer side. <laughs> For niggas, it is because we do not like to talk about our medical stuff. We don't, and we need to start because this shit is scary. Like, especially when you get to the age of 42, like, all right, Cortez, you still young. Like, I don't know how many friends you had, like, pass away of natural causes, but when that shit starts to happen, I had one of my best friends, I'm talking my best, best friends, this was like six or seven years ago, passed suddenly medical condition. Got uh, uh, Lavelle, my boy. All of a sudden, he's sick. It's like when you get to the age to where, and I had a friend like 10 years ago had a stroke, and he's like maybe five years older than me, so he had a stroke, he wasn't even 40 yet. You know what I mean? And then, man, I don't know. I think you should tell people. I'm not being selfish for wanting to know. I just want to. All right, just like right now, you come over here. It's cool. Nigga, you my boy. I see you and shit. All right, cool. But let's just say if I knew these was your last years, it'd be different. It might be a deeper conversation when I see you. It ain't just no, oh, you know what I mean? All right, well, Cortez, I might go stand outside with you, you for next, a few minutes. I'm going to see you next week. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? This is the exact what? reason why I wouldn't tell you, right? <laughs> Cortez, Cortez would be like, Cortez no, don't want no long talks. <laughs> I don't want to like it. Then Cortez, at your childhood, when you was growing, no, nigga, let's be fucking bullshitting. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Let me ask I kind of get that, but let, let me ask you for you to be light skinned. Why are you not. This is what I've noticed about Cortez. I don't know if our listeners have, but yes, but this is what I've noticed about Cortez. Cortez is most people who are funny. You know what I mean? We all funny. We are. We all funny. Even though this was a serious ass show, I started realizing that about forty five minutes. We we (laughs) are serious. We are funny. But Cortez is like a I would like to be funny, but when it's serious, I'm backing out of this. Oh, Cortez will run away like, from seriousness. This, this is something, like, y'all can notice when we start having conversations, you hear less and less of Cortez. Cortez is like a, I am not going to. What What makes you that way? What? And I think that's what Billy uh, D meant. What? <laughs> Billy D, see, see, Cortez went straight to sex with Billy D. Billy D was sitting up there like, no, young blood. Uh, I'm talking that about That was Cortez. not what I was saying, young man. <laughs> I said you're emotional. So I will be right. having a serious time. I look over. Cortez got one tear coming down his eye. <laughs> like, Yo, bro, what the hell? Cortez, like, I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> some shit gets to me, man. Some shit gets to me. Like when we talk like rape, or we talk about women getting used against you know they will. We talking about death, like and yeah. you know, like like to tell you the truth, both of my uh, grandparents died suddenly like that. Like my my, I think my my other grand, my dad's dad, he died from cancer, and my mom's dad, he died from a stroke. Yeah. So it's kind of like. It's like damn, like, and then they was all like in their sixties, and my pops now he's in his fifties. Gotcha. And it's like kind of scary mm-hmm. to think about, you know, ten more years. Like you had just said, mm-hmm. that shit just scares me, man. Yeah, like, it scares the shit out of me too. That's why we want to know. Yeah, the older that we get, the, the you know, the more people that we're going to see pass away, like our great aunts and all that stuff. So it's going to be a scary situation, and I don't like to talk about it. I think I, I think too, yeah. Because I don't blame you on that. No, because we haven't we haven't okay. been in that, in that <laughs> we haven't been in that situation. Wow. Like it's now it's our turn. Now it's our turn to start. You know, like I have a lot of friends like last year, this year and last year who lost their parents, and I'm like, damn, that's us. You know, like when we were yeah. younger, we were yeah. watching our parents 
yeah. friends lose their parents. Yeah. And now I'm like, shit, this, it's us. And it is, yeah. a, it is a tough conversation. But sometimes things need to be talked about. I think insurance always needs to be spoken about. I, I, Hell yeah. All the time. And then some people get mad like, why are you in people's business? It's not like I'm in people's business. I'm just saying like sometimes we, we set ourselves up for failure. Yeah, we, we need, we need Man, to know And recently the crazy so thing. that part. Yeah. And recently, the crazy thing I fucking found out a few people that I know, a few people that I work with, like some people, due to their financial situation, won't even pay for insurance. Yeah, say it's too yeah, expensive, tough, too tough to die. And I'm like, man, and I'm not talking about, man, I'm talking about healthcare. They won't even pay for it. Woo! Like, hey, I don't give a fuck what I make. I could be making hundred dollars a week. Y'all need the sixty. How much? <laughs> Take that shit. How, how much y'all need? Hey, <laughs> no, what? But keep it Go real. Go ahead and take it. Go ahead and take it. You know how that shit. I get a ride to work. Fuck but, that. But listen, keep it real. Y'all act like keep it real. When we was in our 20s, even yeah. late 20s, we paid 20s. for that shit and didn't even use it. Yeah, yeah you, you, right. you, you right. hit your 30s and you like, poop, insurance? Hey, yep. when you're young, you think just because you got insurance, you get shot like, hey, yeah. they're going to say, man, I got yeah. insurance. But nigga, you got to do preventative maintenance yeah, on your shit. We going for wellness least, checks and shit. At least, <laughs> at least get the minimum insurance. Like, nigga, get the minimum insurance because soon as some shit happen unexpectedly, <laughs> that bill going to happen unexpectedly. Yeah. Like, you go in that bitch just for a checkup and you like, Nigga, five hundred dollars. <laughs> nigga, they even draw no blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, draw five hundred dollars. I went to, I went to, I went to go get my ankle checked one time. <laughs> like, I was like, this shit feel broke, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with my ankle. I had no insurance. Going there, looking at my ankle. He's like, ah, it's like some tour ligaments. It's gonna be alright. So we're gonna bandage you up, get you these pills, mm-hmm. and we're gonna send you out of your way, right? My bill came out <laughs> to four hundred and fifty dollars. I, I bet. I said for I. I didn't even need it really checked up for real, for real. I just thought it was like a twenty dollar visit. <laughs> and listen, they tell you, and, and I'll give y'all a little no X rays, no nothing. I'll give y'all a little tidbit for urgent care because I know a lot of people are like I don't want to go to the hospital, but I'm going to urgent care. Let me tell you about urgent care. So oh, my my cousin oh. drove. We spent Thanksgiving in Denver. Shout out to my family. My cousin Robert J came drove down from California because he lives in L.A. What's his name? Robert. <laughs> what you call it? What is it? Robert J. <laughs> Robert J. Robert, Robert J. K. Robert Jr. Robert Jr. So okay. listen, so he drives <laughs> down from, nigga, from California. Robert Sr., ain't he? <laughs> My uncle. So he drives so he drives down from California, right? right. Um and it's like a seventeen hour drive when he drove and he's forty four, right? Damn. So he so he drives with, with my cousins with his daughters and then uh he was he came in the door and he was like I'm looking at him, he was like, Oh, it's cause I didn't shave. I'm like, nigga, I know that look. Mm-hmm. He had that look. So he was like, he was thirsty all the time. He was using the restroom. We like, they like, he need to go to urgent care. Mm-hmm. I looked at him and said, no, nah, he need to go to the emergency room mm-hmm. because they're going to keep him. I'm like, because when you go to urgent care and they tell you, you got to go to the hospital, yeah. there's urgent care is still going to give you a bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pay both. You're going to mm-hmm. have to pay the urgent care bill and you're going to have to pay the hospital bill. It's happened they, to me. They, yeah. They, they are not, they are not playing with that. So. It ended up that his, uh, you know, your blood sugar is supposed to be like between what, 120, 150, that low? Yeah. He was, was at 1,200. 1,200? Damn. They were like, I don't even know how you standing up. Like, I don't even know how you. God. My, 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 yeah, that's wild. My brother was, uh, I remember my brother was like, I don't feel good. He was like, my legs hurt. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, you know, you taking could, them legs. Yeah, I'm like, you could. Them I'm, legs is gone. I'm that's like, why well, black no, people no, don't want to go to the hospital. This, I need my legs. If I go in there, they're going to cut my legs off. No, like, this, them bitches, this, though. This was that's unrealistic That fear. was my cousin. Like, he was in the hospital, and this was on Thanksgiving. So, he was in the, there from Thursday. They released him 
Tuesday. No, they released him Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So he was in there the whole our whole vacation. He was he was in the hospital. But my brother, I noticed the look because my brother was like that. So my brother came over. My brother's a stocky, the big dude, like football player type stocky dude. Yeah. So when when he came through the door, he was thin, like like his eyes bulging and everything. Like his skin was was sagging, and he was thirsty all the time. Diabetes, diabetes. Like that's that he was in that. This was the. So other. did you tell him he rushed him to the hospital? Yeah, we were, he he was going. He was like, I, I gotta go. This I know it was bad when he said he wanted to go. Yeah. Like it was bad. He was hot, hanging out the window and shit, and it was cold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need to understand preventative mm-hmm. because it could have been way worse, mm-hmm. like way worse. But if we have it, why not use it? And if you don't have it, get it, get it, because you you may need it. And even if you don't need it. Go just get a wellness check. Hey, the use crazy part shit. about black people, we wait until people around us start dying. They were like, you know what? I'm going to use this shit. You've been paying for that shit for 15 fucking mm-hmm. years. Now you see a nigga have a stroke. You know what? I think I'm going to start getting checked. I need, I need, Man, get, I'm gonna go I need to get that check. Let me get check <laughs> yeah. And share your story. Before we get out of here, you share your share damn your story. story. Inspire people, man. But if you don't want to share your story, just tell your immediate family so you can still have some support. Support is everything, especially when you were sick, when you were trying to build a business. Support is everything. If anybody on your friends list has died from diabetes in the past 10 years, it's all your fault. Damn. Because you didn't tell nobody. Oh, my God. Damn. People you, like you, Cortez. Cortez, hey, the way to the world. Want, yo, if you don't want to tell your business why you about to pass away, you don't have to tell your goddamn business nobody. You can keep that shit to yourself. Tell your business. There's a lot of people that pass away and they don't even tell nobody that them kids ain't really they, they, them kids. And you shouldn't. If you want to keep the child support coming. Let's okay? be real. No, no, no. See, Cortez trying to get off the hook, nigga. You old, Pookie. You owe you owe me you owe yourself <laughs> you owe my mama <laughs> you, 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 uh, you owe tell your story like you tell them jokes nigga exactly <laughs> inspire right, we had a serious show so we about to go cry later bye.